Hello and welcome to Mazes and Muses, roaming the labyrinth of creativity. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Fantastic, Dan. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, this morning I woke up feeling, let's see, unencouraged, yeah. unmotivated, unmotivated. <laughs> uh, and this morning, unhealthy let's see i got it and um no and i told steve hey maybe maybe we don't do it this morning and then he said steve's like nope we're gonna do it this morning and then you know and <laughs> you know, that's the main reason i you know created mazes and muses and, and asked steve to be a part of it because it's and it's steve is a muse and for me and he said nope we're gonna get it we're gonna do it we're gonna you know Having an extra cup of coffee, Dan. Let's let's get this rolling. I'm so glad he, that he did because he's going to talk me through this this morning. I may have a little bit of imposter syndrome today, um, but uh, yeah. So this is you know, let's ex let's express how much of a community the creative element is, and you know, it it, it you're, we're not in this by ourselves, and so you know, I appreciate Steve for you know helping me with this not only this stream and the podcast but you know mornings sunday mornings like this when i'm like oh nothing's going right and he's gonna he's gonna walk me off the edge right now talk me off the edge <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. well i don't know i was looking at your campaign which is cooking along and uh, it seems to be going great it seems like again it's gonna be that u shape where it's big at the beginning the doldrums in the middle and big at the start at the end i mean and i, I think you're you're definitely going to succeed. Um, so uh, I don't know. It, it, the Kickstarters are weird. I mean, if, if the doldrums are from the, the Kickstarter or if your feelings this morning are about the Kickstarter, it's it's like part, I get that part of it because it's like you think I want to launch this thing and maybe it'll make me a billion dollars. It's got that scratcher quality. Yeah. About yeah, it, like yeah. It. And, it, and it ne that never really was my goal with this, of course. You know, no, but it's the I could be discovered. You know, Matt Mercer could retweet this for some reason. Uh, and, and exactly. And, and, and I'm using it as a tool to help promote catacombs and comedians first and foremost. And um, yeah, but when I look at that now, again, I'm not complaining here. Everything's going, you know, is it going as planned? Is it going as dreamt? Let me put it that way. Is it going as dreamt? No, I have. I'm what a dollar or one hundred and eighteen dollars away from hitting my goal in two or so weeks to do it it'll happen i'm not worried about it um full disclosure though two of those two of my backers on this project backed relatively healthy sums of money so that the 391 may be a little misleading compared to the 25 backers but um no again you know hopefully you know doing stuff like this with steve getting the word out I'm, I'm not worried it will happen. I'm the book is made regardless. So I just, you know, I, I don't have to worry about that. Um, but it, a lot of things are playing. A lot of things are playing. Um, Steve, let me let me uh, be honest with you here. I've got, uh, you know, ticket numbers for the next show aren't as great as the first two shows in Nashville have been. So I'm like, Ugh. you know, I'm working on getting another group of comics together to do the streamed version of catacombs and comedians. So I'm going through the process of finding the right comics for that. You know, today we had, I was going to meet with my Nashville group since I'm based here in Nashville with my Nashville comedians. And we were just going to, you know, level up their characters to four, get ready, prep, pep talk. You know, wife was making lasagna dinner for everyone. Everyone thing was going to, you know, play a couple 
practice practice uh, combat sessions and then you know one of them got a show tonight has to leave early you know one of them's late you know on the road right now and won't make it back in time you know one being comics never confirmed in the first place so (laughs) (laughs) right right and that's just part of the game and so it's i'm not depressed by any means i'm not upset about it by any means i'm just feeling a case of that you know that creative blah you know ah yeah that sisyphean like uh uh it's okay. We got to push this up the hill a little further. It's always uphill. Exactly. Always uphill. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. I've, I've got a lot of work I got to do today on, on all the campaigns, the Kickstarter, you know, I, I'm going to turn this stream into the YouTube cause it's also, you know, we should, it's videos available on YouTube. I'm going to have the podcast version of this will be out probably tonight. Um, I've got a number of campaigns. I'm, D&D, different D&D campaigns I'm working on but Catacombs and Comedians I got another one that like I said I don't know did I tell you that I'm going to do a one-on-one campaign with Steve Musgrave who's doing all the monster designs no that's awesome yeah we just figured you know since it's so hard to get a group together why right. not just Steve and I go one-on-one and he'll do art for it and I'll of course do the writing for it and we'll the final goal is besides just having fun and get to play with Steve and for us to grow closer as a as a uh, as a creative partnership is you know to create more content more D content That's so we're, great. we're coming up with this kind of weird uh dungeons and dragons setting that's going to have a lot of old west flair to it Nice. They won't have gun, you know, there won't be gunslingers, but there may be spell slingers. What inspired yeah. the Old West flavor? Uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to mix up uh, genres. Nice. There's tons of Dungeons and Dragons and there've been D&D Western type things. And I kind of threw, I just. I'm a, I'm a Boot Hill enthusiast. I love Boot Hill. In fact, I'm. Do you really? I, I, I got on eBay going, maybe I should see if someone has a good Boot Hill old first or second edition to buy. <laughs> but I think I'm just going to go on drive through and order you know the reprint print on demand because it's available there so it's going to be totally boot hill i mean i oh i loved my no, boot, but, I mean, hill. boot hill never had magic right boot hill never had like the right and this is wonderful i mean i look at that's what a uh, griffin saddlebag i mean the guy basically just goes online and i think he streams maybe i'm going to create a magic item every day and then yeah. once a year 365 magic items. so if you two are doing that and you turn that into something that's right great. yeah i follow his Twitter account, uh, where is where I look at his items and uh, and uh, no, so we just so I kind of asked Steve, I go if you if we were to mix it up with another genre, what you know, and Old West was the first thing that popped in his mind because he's not a sci-fi guy, mm-hmm. and which explains why our sci-fi project never got off the <laughs> <laughs> got off the uh, took flight. Um, hey, thanks for the follow, and um, we. And I came up with a great title for it, so I don't know if I'm ready to reveal the title, but it's very, it's a, it's a pun, of course, because I love my pun, and d and is great for puns, so, so we will be, uh, uh, Weaver Wolf, thank you, uh, do appreciate it, hope, uh, hope Steve inspires you as much as he inspires me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so I've got that going. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not giving up d and I'm not giving up Catacombs and Comedians. I'm not giving up chatting with you every Sunday morning. It's just this morning I was like, ah. 
I'm glad you're here. It's being, I'm glad you're here. Being creative is being a drag this morning. So, yeah, I get that sometimes. I mean, to me, is the it's silly because it's part of it is that I thought we we're on the streak. I mean, I think it's only like four in a row, but still, it's yeah. like a friend of uh, my. As soon as the pandemic happened, I got back into five E. I hadn't played D in a few years, a number. Well, gosh, decades, and. um it was online gaming in the interim between like second edition and fifth. It was like just tons of online gaming. But uh, pandemic starts. We all got Zoom cameras. My friend says, let's stream some, let's play D&D. Um, and uh, my old college group. And uh, all right, so let's do that. And uh, uh, we basically hit our mark. We played every Thursday night for a year and a half. And I think the thing was, but once we finally broke that, suddenly it became, oh, you can, we could just take a, it off if we if we feel like it or it's not that you know also during the pandemic there were less interruptions because nobody had to go anywhere um that, that definitely gave us an edge to keep things from getting distracted but um i like the idea of us doing this even if it's a short episode even if we don't have an interview but i also think there are people who are going to wake up on sunday morning and they want us they want to have coffee with us no i would yeah no i would hope so so again thanks for getting me out of bed and get this done so fantastic let's talk you're you're launching your Kickstarter, mm-hmm. so let's talk about that. Um, what are you gonna What are you gonna tell us about it? Get, what are you gonna do? Get us excited for it? Uh, okay. Other than what you've been doing. So I'm creating the uh, an Intoxomancy guide, which uh, Intoxomancer is a subclass of wizard for Five E. It's a it's based on a character from my webcomic. I'm a web cartoonist, and uh, it's the idea is to do this Kickstarter based create the subclass sort of based on the character from the webcomic who's a drunken wizard and uh uh it was going to be a stretch goal for my last kickstarter and it didn't happen because we, ne- we just never hit that we never unlocked it and then i heard about zine quest happening and i'm like oh let's okay this is perfect it's 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 a small project it's a 24 pages of uh, material and uh Let's see what I can do. And I I want to start it late in the month, uh, give myself more time to prep and more time to see what the other Zine Quest projects are, figure stuff out. I didn't expect there to be that resource that we sh- we saw on Twitter, which was someone's got a spreadsheet breaking down all the various Zine Quest things. And for folks who don't know, Zine Quest is a month of simple, I'd say, streamlined, small D, uh, role-playing game projects. Okay, okay, hold on. Pump the brakes there. Uh-oh. I'm looking at your preview that you sent me, and yours is not simple. It's beautiful. Uh, well, well, but the, the concept is that. Okay. To, well, how about this? The concept is that it was like meant to be like D and D was originally, where it was a pamphlet, a small, self-created thing. Now, mine's self-created too. Everything about everything in this project is written by me. It's drawn by me. It's, but it's. I think that's where it keeps the it's the the core of its promise i think not that not, not that you can't have a small team but basically it is a small team but hopefully it's going to look like it's bigger than that hopefully it's yeah look no like- i wasn't saying you're not following the rules by being simple it's just nothing nothing that steve does is plain <laughs> let me put it that way it's gorgeous well, because i felt the pressure i look at 5e's beautiful artwork i look at you know all the great role-playing game things out there i look at oddity off print i look at um uh, Humblewood and Griffin Saddlebag and just gorgeous artwork. And I felt, let me try to do something like that. Let me, cause I'm a cartoonist, but I'm not a painter. 
So, but I'm a, I'm a bit of a 3D modeler. And so I'm using 3D models as my models for painting. And I don't know, I'm really happy with how it's coming together, but I threw the whole thing out. Basically, I, I, uh, I scrapped the plan. The book is still the same. The guts of the thing are still the same, but the pricing and the goals and all that stuff changed because of this document we saw on Twitter. That spreadsheet where my price has gone up a little bit, mostly also because I spent like so many hours producing just the artwork I've done so far. I thought having it for a dollar was just silly. Yeah. And I was cautioned by people saying, if you make it a dollar, people will think it's not quality, which well, I don't know if I agree with, but. Um, no, and I think later you can try your dollar experiment on something else. Right. You know, uh, I, in fact, I years ago, I backed a Kickstarter that said a dollar role playing game, you know, and that was it. And a bunch of people went in on it and the guys never um, produced the final project yet. Oh, no. But it has grown immensely. It's going to be like a 400, 500 page book when it comes out with wow. beautiful artwork and all this stuff. And so it's almost worth the dollar that I paid just to get this guy's email updates every month or so about, okay, the book's not done yet, but here's what I've done so far. And he, and he is, you know, these out, these updates are very much with a grain of salt and a lot of humbleness to him about, you know, look, I didn't get it done, you know, right. but he's turning it into a huge project. And will it ever get done? I don't know. But again, I don't, you know, I, I always remember that Kickstarter is not a store, and you're right. going to gamble on every everything. Are there a lot of uh, small? Uh, let me see. Are there a lot of projects that you've backed that you haven't received their rewards over the years? Yeah, probably a, a handful, but you know, I never. I'm just like okay. You know, the only time I would, the only time I've ever, you know, and I haven't, you know, and I've had some that I've done that I didn't, because whatever happened, I wasn't able to fulfill to the fullest potential that I originally had hoped for, or there's great delays to it. But, you know, um, it happens, and I, I, I don't begrudge, you know, there's always, obviously in the early days, there were these, you know, great scam artists that right. took the money and run with Kickstarter, but... Yeah. You know, it, in the world of comics, we've yeah, seen a lot of those. Yeah, it happens and things just fall through. I mean, creators can have the best intentions and something just comes up. And we are a, you know, a, we're, we are a fragile species. Right. And, um, you know, if like now if I get if I see tweets or Facebook posts saying, Hey, I got this, I got so-and-so, so-and-so from this Kickstarter and they're showing off what they got and I never received it. Right. And then it's just a simple, it got lost in the mail or got overlooked. And then I might say, Hey, I never got mine. They're like, okay, no problem. Here you go. Right. But if you know, the creator just disappears for some reason, you know, and I, you know, I never, I never pledged my rent money or grocery money on it. So I'm like, okay, right. oh, well, yeah, there was one I backed the other day. It was a it was a Zine Quest one. It was for a one pound was the price, and it was like this looks like a for PDF. And I'm like, I'm gonna give it a shot because it was a pound. Again, that was my notion of like if I made this a dollar, people would take a chance. And then at some point, I put the so much art into it. I thought five bucks. It's just gonna be five bucks. And also, I looked at the again that spreadsheet. The thing I I learned was, and I wish I I probably 
who knows maybe i'll tweak it before it goes live on wednesday but the idea is that the for the digital version the average price was eight bucks and for the physical version the average price was like 16 bucks or something like that and so that made me think I'd still like to come in below the average, but I haven't. I didn't break break down, and the, and the chart didn't break down what the average price was for a five E supplement, because I got to think that certain things like a standalone game could have a higher price tag um, than a supplement could. I think a supplement, being that it's just, you know, uh. I know a side dish, yeah, and not the main course. Right, yeah, right, an a la carte sort of thing. Yeah, I got my digital at three dollars, just because right. that's I've, a good price. I figured it's five monsters, six if we hit. You know, I ended up adding a stretch goal in there, so you know, five monsters it was sixty cents a monster. If the that's stretch good. stretch goal hits, it's fifty cents a monster. Um, you know, and it's going to be printed. The PDF version or the digital version is going to be done in such a way where all the information's on one page. You know, so if you're like, I I want to run the Falbor monster in my game tonight, just print that page and it's right there. Boom. Right. You know, the 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 physical zine itself is going to have a more you know the zine type thing where you know pages and you know you have to turn the page and all that sort of stuff and a little more formatting as far as to fit the zine format physical zine format but yeah and and i think i price i'm pricing that at um you know nine dollars nice seven dollars seven dollars if you jump on early so what is the so in the next two weeks what are your what are your do you have any plans that to throw more to get more people, get more eyeballs on the project? Is that uh, I mean, I know you've got the uh, Catacombs and Comedian Show coming up, but were you thinking about sharing any of the stat blocks on Reddit or anything like that? Or um, I might, you know, I was thinking maybe, you know, because I didn't want to really throw up, throw up. I didn't really want to throw out, you know, like the finished product because then I'm kind of like, well, if I'm giving too many sneak previews, who's going to get sure. it? Sure. You know, I want some mystery. So, I, I mean, I, I I was free with all the art. All the art's up there for people to look at. So, but I may put together, I might do sort of a, what, what a finished page will look like and show that off. Um, and then I'm going to do an update, like when I would, with links to the, to the various podcast episodes that feature these monsters and say, hey, you can listen to, Listen to the podcast. Again, this is to get more, you know, eyes and ears on catacombs and comedians. This is where we use the foul bore. This is how, and this is how it worked in my game. Hopefully, you know, and um, you know, because I do have one little video on the on the Kickstarter page where I'm on where we're on stage, sure, and I'm describing what the foul bore is, but I don't have any gameplay showing. So, right. Um, so yeah, and you know when and when you launch on Wednesday, you know I'm I'm putting out an update just saying hey go get Steve Conley's book, but here's a little something more for you know, um, you know from Oddities off print. So exactly what I'm doing, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I I don't want to do any more. I don't want to do any more stretch goals because again my goal was to keep this simple. Right. Right. You know I didn't want a bunch of because hey there's not other products like you have you have the book 
you have the miniatures, you have these other things you can tie in to it right. to extend the stretch goal. I, this is the first Catacombs and Comedians or Zero Level Media product on Kickstarter. So, and there's no physical products to tie right. into it to bust it up. Um, you know, I've got Early Bird Special, I've got a sticker. You get a, get a sticker of the foul bore. And when you do the next one in February, presuming that they they schedule for February, then you'll have book one. Yes, and then, exactly. Yeah. Oddity and off print volume two. We'll have the mo- monster, new mo- newer monsters that we've used, and I've got plenty of monsters I have that are the artwork's already done for, like like my uh, uh, octocorn, the unicorn <laughs> with eight horns that looks like a spike. You know, That's great punk rock spike hairdo. Uh, we've got this nasty uh, Steve. Um, Musgrave who does the art for it is a great he's kind of a, a cartoony kink artist and he does some great stuff that way so I said well let's play into that so we're, we're going to have an evil mermaid that he's right. already done Nightmare for or it's, I call it the night the mare night instead of nightmare mare night something like that and so it's an evil looking you know saucy looking you know mermaid nice. uh, we got this weird I said look we need to come up with something that's just like every like our version of the mind flare and so we came up with i said just do it and i gave him something and he gave me something totally different but i love it and imagine a mind imagine a thought was it the intellect devourer and a and a uh succubus together okay but it's got a big mouth like a lamprey which is just huge lips and a teeth all over the place and so it's it's a definitely a, a butterface type of character oh the body looks great butterface uh so it, these are the kind of things when are, are we will you find a way to work these into the game when you're doing your old west or their uh these are catacomb and comedian monsters okay okay yeah the old west i'm sure we're going to come up with a whole new whole new fun group of western inspired um dungeons and dragons tropes so that's great yeah one of the things I, uh, that hit me this week was so last week I was working on the cover for the book. I, I like I had a placeholder graphic. Basically, I wanted approval for the project on Kickstarter uh, like weeks ago, so I could start saying, "Hey, sign up for a reminder, sign up for a reminder." So I had to put together something enough to be able to say, "Hey, to, for Kickstarter to give it the thumbs up." So I put together a bare bones, not quite ready for prime time, thing, and they gave me a thumbs up. I think it's because I've had a few successful Kickstarters yeah. in the past. I think I'm fast tracked or something like that. So, but once that was done, then I had to redo everything. But I knew I had to have a nice cover, and so I was working on this on the stream last week. I stream on Twitch here, uh, and it's at the Steve Twitch.tv/slash Steve Conley, and uh, the cover was coming together really well. But I couldn't decide which one of two covers, and I'm torn. And I put it up to the I, I let people on Discord vote on it, Twitter, Facebook. And pretty much everyone's just like me, torn right down the middle. And that helped me decide that I was going to do a hardcover. Um, the print-on-demand hardcover, it's because it's it ends up being pricey because print-on-demand hardcover is challenging. But I was going to use, I'll use the, the red background cover for the zine version. Oh, you're going to make me buy the hardcover for the, I voted blue. <laughs> it's just, the hardcover, sorry, the blue actually just feels fancier regal royal what's that regal royal yeah it feels like and also i just like for me a a, a ttrpg book has to i mean i I know it's zine quest but a ttrpg book has to stand up on a shelf 
and you could sandwich a zine in between other books but scenes kind of want to lay flat or you put in a bag or I don't know. I'm a comic book guy. So I think of floppies as being, I don't know, but the idea of a hardcover book, I don't know. I, I just thought this will let me do both covers. It will give me something that feels nice. Um, and uh, I don't know. It just felt like it deserved it. You know, it felt like it was, uh, this is pretty enough to deserve a fancier treatment. Um, okay, oh, so okay. I, hello, I didn't see you there. So here's my plan: if I get six oddity off prints, you know, number one, two, three, four, five, six. How about a slipcase? That's. I would go with the. I bind them into a thicker book. <laughs> Do a bind a thicker book. Slipcases and the cost are very expensive to produce. Yeah, again, I don't do any. I don't do research. I rely on you to tell me I, what I to do. I have found that I have found that slipcases are often because uh, and plus you're going to do you'll do number seven and that's going to be sitting off the side. You well, you bought Star Trek. You, you're a Star Trek fan. You probably got the the first three or the first four Star Trek VHSs together. And then the fifth one came out and you had to get the and then the sixth one came out. And you had to get that box set. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it, a box set seems to be something you wait for when you have a bunch of hardcovers. Like uh, Spelljammer this Tuesday. Is that when it comes out? Yeah, I think so. Um, no, but okay, so the hardcover hardcover zine. I don't know if anybody else is doing a hardcover version of the zine. There's one that's in Zine Quest that seems like it is, but with print-on-demand, it's like, why not? It's yeah. I, you know. Uh, oh, and I didn't tell you. On so on Tuesday, I DM'd for the first time in like two decades. Oh, let's let's hear about this. Let's hear about your so game. I've 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 got a, my regular DM, my regular D and D group. One person couldn't make it. They've got family in from out of town. The schedule was all blown up, but we didn't want to take a week off. And every once in a while, when we take a week off, it's usually one person who can't make it. The other three of us get together and have lobby characters like levels two and three and stuff. And usually, it's a way to vent because the other stories the other arc were at level 13 it's very serious and now you know the lobies ones were a little goofier um and uh so we take turns gming as well so our character slips into the group as we're you know we're running one character and then we manage the rest of it so in a collaborative world it's kind of slapdash um but a lot of fun and it was my turn and i you know, I sweat these things. You look at the Kickstarter, I sweat these things. <laughs> um, and so what I got to do was I got to actually run a, a combat in a tavern, way too many NPCs, way too many monsters. It was terrible because we were running it all through a, a Foundry TTRPG uh, online thing. And I guess tell the two, the two players were in the combat tracker. It was going to be their turn, but we had to slog through everybody else to get to their turn again. I thought, I'm a terrible host. So lesson learned, Never, not, you know, I could just have the NPCs you know, just hand wave those away and focus on the regular person. But I got to test four of the monsters, four of the creatures from the Intoximancy book. They're all based, they're all flagon born. Since Intoximancy is all about, you know, this drunken wizard, everything seems to be, everything's a little bit alcohol themed. And um, there's a hobgoblet. I love it. Which is very tiny. It's got, it's got two little very tiny daggers and it's the kind of mouthy, crazy one. Um, there's a tankard, which is just a slow moving thing, but hits like a, it really hits hard, but it's got a slow recharge. I like got a five or six. It gets its gun back. But if it doesn't, it's got nothing else to do. So it just kind of stays hidden. It's very much like tank tank attack. Was that what it's called on the Atari a billion years ago? Right. <laughs> so it, it pulls out from the shadows, takes a shot, hits like a hits like a tank 
and then goes back for additional AC benefits of being hidden. So a really fun, weird thing, you have to close with it, because otherwise, if it's cannon warms up, you know, it fires and hits you really hard. So I don't know, it really worked out well. I got to fine tune the monsters. It was, um, everybody seemed to have a blast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't DM'd in, in ages, and it felt really good. And but, but also, I had tons of notes for okay, reduce the hit points here, lower the AC here, and all of it was based on. So when creating the the monster, what I did was I followed the the guide of you find something in the SRD, and tweak. Yeah. So my template was kind of the flying magic sword, flying sword, An animated sword. Animated flying sword, sword anima animated armor, flying sword. I think flying sword. Yes. So I kind of based it on the flying sword, which is really OP for its low CR. It's like a quarter CR, but it's a seventeen armor class, seventeen hit points, it's like a fifty flying speed. It's a it's a nightmare for a quarter. God forbid you fight with it outside. <laughs> um. But um, yeah, it was very. Crazy. Oh, I have to. I got. I got one little cat thing. Can you can you vamp for a moment? I have to close one door. Sure, no problem. Um, so, yeah, hi, guys. <laughs> How'd the vamping go? Oh, I, I thought you said vape, and I looked for my pen, and... Do you vape? No, well, look, I'm California sober. Okay. Does that make sense? I understand. <laughs> oh, and that is, I do have rules. I do have rules in the thing for people who, uh, uh, for... Uh, wizards who are more inclined for pipe weed than ale. There's a there's a pipe weed variant page, and it's just it shows this like I guess I assume Gandalf. I want I want to assume Gandalf is an intoxicant. Oh, of and course, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, retcon him into this subclass. Yeah, um, no, because when I was looking at your preview, I saw because you hadn't mentioned the pipe weed element to me before, and I'm like, ooh, I gotta check that out. <laughs> Because I, ha I have long wanted to do a D&D &D supplement. I mean, and there are some out there, you know, rules for um, cannabis use or whatever. Sure. But I wanted to do one that sort of just took that kind of fun aspect, you know, and, and emphasize that we call it high fantasy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And so I think I've somewhere I've got a logo design where it's like a dragon head, but instead of horns, it kind of goes off into the cannabis leaf type of thing. Um, so that's, again, I've got two things I'm working on right in front of me and then a stovetop of back burners sure. that go on forever and ever. Yeah, there's, and, a, yeah. There, there, uh, there's a very trippy looking zine in zine quest going on right now i forget the name of it i'm terribly sorry i would love to throw more light on some of these things but it has a uh oh there are two little things that there's, there's this one it has like a the goal of course was 420 dollars. okay very simple stuff very yeah. simple stuff um but there's another kickstarter i saw that's doing very well it is a collection of five zines and the person you get you know all of them for 15 bucks and you get the five printed versions for 45 and the person is doing very very well they had one single stretch goal which i loved if at 5k which they've hit now and it was if we hit 5k i'll do another one of these in february okay so very basic very yeah. simple like you're give me the vote of confidence that tells me i get to do i'll do another one of these in february hell if i hit my goal i'll do another one in february <laughs> See, that, but, that's maybe, that, but that's totally <laughs> 
that's totally the uh well i would even say if someone's watching this and they've got a kickstarter cooking even if they don't hit it they should do it again in february yeah. because they need to retool it and, and and again everyone who's backed it this time around will come back no it's because i mean it's kickstarters are tough and it's i mean creating one is an animal all in itself and then distributing getting it out after it's all done as an animal itself but just the promotion of it um is so it's exhausting and between promoting that promoting my live shows um you know even getting the word out that you and i are sitting here chatting and want to share our conversations with people that's that's it could be daunting well i love this this twitch channel's already got what 28 27 followers yeah that's fantastic that's fantastic yeah even though our follower goal says we only are at 18 but i think we have more than that so on the on the little bar on the bottom but yeah we're doing fine and again you know we're going to be doing are there will be catacombs and comedian stream shows here on this channel later down the road so that'll help you know build an audience there and you know and i do my own little occasionally when i'm working on my behind the scenes stuff on this channel i will live tweet while i'm working on my DD stuff and i call that the crunch and fluff or fluff and crunch no. something like that fluff and crunch <laughs> LJ, I see you. Uh, it's rather early for a Sunday. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven when we start there. That's 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 almost lunchtime. <laughs> that's barely breakfast for me. Uh, so it, when I was redesigning everything on this Kickstarter again, mine mine launches on Wednesday. Um, it was meant to be really simple. I oh something I think you're thinking about. When I did my when I do my comic book Kickstarters, they start with "Hi, I'm Steve Conley. I'm a cartoonist. Here's my project." I felt like TTRPGs go the other way around. What's the value proposition? What's contained in here? Who you are does not matter unless you are famous or you know you've got awards, things like that. So basically, who you are gets buried. And so when I was I was really thinking about switching that, flipping the script on that. So I start off with, boom, this is what you get. Here's a picture of a mock-up of the thing. Here's fanned out pages of what the interior will look like. Again, just trying to say this is supposed, this is going to be something that will hopefully be, it has to look good because I know you have, it'll become an argument. I, I want this to be a good prop. So when you, this, you, when you try to convince your dungeon master, I want to play an intoximancer. When you hand this to them, they go, okay, that looks legit. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of helping them make the case. Um, and also those fanned out pages are very small. You can see them. You can see the artwork, but they're very small. So you don't get hung up on the, the text, which isn't the rules, which aren't final yet. Like some, all that stuff has to get play tested and proofread. And so I have very, I've, so I, I show you the pages, but hopefully the text is small enough where you don't go, hey, what is that? Play testing. Who needs play testing? Is this concentration or not? Is that spelled concentration or not, Conley? <laughs> um, and I do love the fact that you have a bonus uh, reward for all backers by sharing the PDF of the Middle Age Volume 1. Right. So everyone who backs it will get the book. And part of my thinking was initially I was going to have my goal at 500 and make the first stretch goal. Everybody gets my book. But I felt like that was uh, mixing, me missing, mixing messages. Like, wait a minute. I want all. I want all the stretch goals to be about the thing, the about the 
Kickstarter campaign and not about these other candy things that I'm adding on. Because again, I'm assuming people don't know who I am. And again, focusing exclusively on, you know, the value proposition and Hey, if you want my money, what am I getting for it? Um, so I don't know. I feel, I feel really good. I made subtle color choices. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm f- fingers crossed that this, that this works. We'll see. Uh, but I am going to email Kickstarter on Monday using that support thing saying, Hey, this launches on Wednesday. Can you make sure that I'm tagged for the zine quest? Because I know that they overlooked a few projects, including yours. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I think once I got tagged, you know, as soon as I got tagged, I got a few more backers, you know, so I think that def- definitely does help. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big promo on the front page, Zine Quest, and then click for more. If you're not in that list of, I mean, there's only 120 right. projects. And at the time you were doing it, there was like 90. Maybe yeah, even. I, I think we were more like 54 or 56 when I, you know. Yeah, and, and certainly within the first few days, and that would have given you a lot more eyeballs. And, you know, the, and there was some... And again, again, this is building audience. This is don't worry, folks. If you don't back my scene quest, I'll, I will pay. I still have a, house, a roof to live to sleep under. Right. Everything's fine. Uh, right. I'm not going to jump off that ledge as long as Steve's here to talk me off it. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, you can't not until after the not until after the broadcast. But I just got to I just got to hold you on. But that's why we do teasers for next week to keep everyone around. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I'm 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 excited to see this thing start. I'm it's not I'm not going to push it the way I pushed my last one. The last one was very much the campaign was all about the minis that were related to my web comic. And my web comic is where's you know that's the reason I'm on Earth. This is a bonus thing that is that my primary way of promoting this is going to be. Um, uh, Steve, are you offering the bone the pony as a sticker or T-shirt as a sticker? As a matter of fact, there's a sticker LJ in the. Uh, um, the, uh, my prancing pony is a stick will be a sticker uh that we unlock if we get there i think we'll get there i'm gonna be optimistic i'll be cautiously optimistic it's it's up there it's like 5k yeah i thought about having a 10k stretch goal which would basically just be insanity like this is there's no way we're doing this how dare you even how you how dare i even put this on the page um but the idea is to promote it primarily to reddit i think i think i've got right now eight magic items wait no I've got eight spells and cantrips. I've got four, six magic items in the book to start. So I can put a few of those up during this life of this campaign, which will only run three weeks. Um, and and I'm hoping that drives some people from Reddit, because I think if the artwork's cute and... Uh, uh, I'm thinking I, I, this is already way bigger than I thought it was going to be, LJ. Like I thought for sure this was going to be like five hundred a five hundred dollar goal with a one dollar item. Like I thought, like <laughs> I thought this was going to be. But go I still a, a damn cover. Steve, go big or go home, Conley. Uh, <laughs> if it fails, if it if I don't hit my goal, you'll see me again in February. You know, um, just, just uh, now up. Reddit. I cannot figure out Reddit. How do you? How do you, exactly? How do you promote this on Reddit? You just you show I'm them the you like let's say you show them a, a magic item, and you're asking does this magic item work? And then by at the very bottom, you have, by the way, this is in this Kickstarter. Even better, uh, that that would be the case if you were showing a single image. Like if you're uploading one page, 
But if you upload multiple images to a Reddit post, again, don't spam the folders. They, they, they'll just they'll just click delete and get rid of you. But if you're if you're doing something like truly a stat block, you show the name of the item, a nice picture of it if you've got one, or a spell if you've got a picture of anything associated with that spell. Usually it's something cool like a you know wizard with hands and you know who knows. You might get some stock art from Adobe. Um, but uh, the name of the spell. The basics of the spell, maybe in a picture on, on uh, as one image, a second image, the exact same size, I'd stick with squares, is like the rules of the spell, like range, casting time, compo- uh, you know, verbal, semantic, material components, that sort of thing. All, all, and then the ba- the rules of the spell, and then the last image is, hey, my Kickstarter's running until this day. If you want to check it out, when you upload it as a as a slide, as basically as slides. You can each one of those slides can have a little link associated at the bottom, and that link could be to your Kickstarter all three times. It can be to your Patreon, and if you check out Homebrew on D and in any of the D and D Reddit's, not the main D and D channel, which I have not ever posted that main D and D channel a new thread that hasn't got a delete hasn't gotten deleted within a minute. Right. I had like I posted something there, I got five upvotes, and it was deleted. And so even if the audience likes it, the the moderators there are uh, draconian. They have, uh, they've got their own thing. I think they smell self promoters pretty quickly, and they I think do. They, they presume it's a. It, I think the, their presumption is everything that's posted is spam first, quality second, and if you don't impress them right away, they delete it. So um, I've I've never impressed them, but the homebrew section, I'm I'm hoping that I can maybe get some, you know, a, a couple of people to find out about it yeah reddit is just I, every time i try to you know and, and yes i'm i'm promoting but i'm not hey look at this you know i try to do it in such an interesting way that, that this may have be of interest to someone else right and because right. i see very similar posts like what i do but they seem to stick mine doesn't i don't know and so in some cases, too, it might be. I think what I might try to do is, if it doesn't work, I might just appeal to a a, a moderator. Because often, I have seen that if you at least talk to the moderator and say, "Hey, this is the thing I'd like to post," you can get basically uh, an allowance from them. They'll it's been shared, and then you know that that would that get you in. Like you're basically, is it okay if I post this and let them review it? And then they can then they can review it and say, okay, is this legit? Is this not? And and give you a, a pass. Hey, good morning, Fraley. Hey, Fraley. Um, yeah. So that that and again, it comes down to time. You know, how much time do I have to go and learn the rules of Reddit? And, sure. You know, so. All these are all these are additional part-time jobs. I saw that LJ said that our names are. I'm I'm Dan Taylor today. Oh well. I'm Danlian. I keep seeing it as Danlian, like that, like one word. Dan Leon Taylor. Leon's my middle name. I figured that made me sound more like a writer. Nice. But yeah, we'll switch that around next time. That's fine. <laughs> I'm opening up credit cards right now under your name. Oh. <laughs> You can't ruin my credit anywhere scenario. As remember, I've been a, I've been a, a uh, self publisher for twenty years. So, um, yeah. So when is your next fluff and crunch? When are you going to come on here to do some more? Uh, that 
that's all very random. That's just, yeah. Um, I don't have a set schedule for that. That's just, okay, has the kid gone to bed? Have I caught up on my household chores? Um, gotcha. Yeah. Sort of thing. Uh, my streaming, this, for the... That, that is okay. That is, we've got Reddit, but the other main way I'm going to be promoting this is going to be here on Twitch, where I'll have my channel. I'll be streaming in the Dungeons and Dragons, what do you call it, arena uh, compartment on Twitch. And uh, I'll be creating all the artwork for the thing while we're live. You know, so I'm hoping that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I've got a lot of art to create. So I'll be busy. I've been thinking, I've been toying with Incarnate, that map making software. Okay. Have you do seen you like that? it? I do, but it's, it's, so I might be, I was like working on what the land for this Western D&D thing I was telling you about. No, so I might fluff and crunch that tonight. Sweet. Um, hopefully other people who know Incarnate can come on and tell me what I'm doing wrong and uh, what I'm, okay, Farley, you're east of Nashville. I am east of Nashville as well. I am in uh, I am in Mount Juliet, so you need to come see the show August twenty third at Zanies in Nashville. Yeah, comedians playing D and D live on stage. It is insanity. I love it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and and one thing I've been working on t uh, this week is I put the call out for my other comedians for the streaming show. Because that's going to be like an every other week, Wednesday night type of thing. And um, I've been getting some good responses. I've got to go through all, you know, because again, this is like a casting call. So I got to see what comics, what comedians will fit the, fit the best. I'm going to have two from, um, okay, I know exactly, well, I don't know exactly where you are, uh, Fraley, but because uh, I'm still new here in Nashville, but uh, you're very close to me. And... Um, I'm broadcasting live from Mount Juliet. All world. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I've got to figure these out. Who can fit? Who does well? Who schedule-wise will work at? And I would love to do it weekly. But again, we're talking scheduling-wise. And especially with right. comics, it's just too tough. Right. Um, so we're going to go. I think we're shooting for every open. Or we're going to do every other Wednesday. And if we do it every, these, you know, 20 seconds. This is a long campaign or are these like a series of one shots? Long campaign. And again, it all ties into the world that the other two are, are in. And and something I'm planning with those live shows, I threw out the dates that I requ I officially requested dates from the, two, from the two comedy clubs. I'm doing it in now. And they're not going to promise me anything, but uh, I'm going to do special Halloween undead shows in October. That's great. And then in November, it's kind of a crossover event because I have four comics at each club, four in Nashville, four in Huntsville. I'm going to have two of the Huntsville comics come up and play with two in the Nashville club and two of the Nashville comics go down to Huntsville and play there. Will they be bringing their characters from the other worlds? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So it all ties in because they're all both parties right now are on a quest for the same items. And Illuminated Art, I cannot agree with you. More video clips of the Catacombs of Comedian show would be brilliant, but I cannot find anybody capable to shoot video that looks of decent quality while I'm on stage. I mean, if I could be in two places at two times and shoot it myself with using my film major. Yeah, it, uh, the, the, the video does have kind of a, uh, it's, it's basically on a, on a 
pedestal of some kind or it's like a, almost like a surveillance cam it's up on a balcony on. actually um to give it that you know the old man muppet type of <laughs> well it's probably perfect for comedy right where someone's <laughs> on stage moving around but yeah and yeah. it's it's just so hard. I mean, I've tried, I bought a video camera just for it. And I said, okay, I'm gonna pay, or here's my buddy. Can you just, can you record the show? Yeah, sure, it's a video camera, how hard? It didn't come out. Mm. So the second show, in fact, this is footage. That's footage I paid somebody to shoot for me. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, he just set it on and went down and had free chicken fingers and stuff, so. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, and I don't have the budget to pay for a real, chicken fingers well no chicken fingers are free the club <laughs> the club's not but i don't have a budget to you know i paid the guy 50 bucks for an hour and a half work and i just wanted a clean video right um and i don't have the budget to you know get an actual film crew in there or video right. crew in there to do it someday hopefully it'd be great so that's why um i will i'll see you there i'll give you stickers and buttons and in fact at, um, in fact, we're going to have T-shirts, Catacomb and Comedian T-shirts for sale at this show for the first time. Hot damn. So people uh, people actually request merch. So I, I aim to please. That's great. Um, but yeah, so hopefully someday I'll figure out how I can shoot video there um, at the right. clubs and get it to work. But right now it's just you have to listen to the podcast if you want to see what the what the what's happening at the at the club shows but with the streaming shows coming up it'll be a lot easier it'll be done like this i'm practicing with steve right now on how to stream shows so you have illustrations of the characters right of the people yeah the, so you ever think about paper doll type simple stuff like i know like just that's what you want to get into animation <laughs> but where you have the audio and you just have like you know foul bore comes on five people come on and then it's just as the voices you know just as a just as a one minute, your your favorite one minute. Thing. Okay, okay, that's not a bad idea. Um, I will send you all the resources and, and <laughs> pictures, and you can put it together. And <laughs> uh, yes, if you have a one minute clip and send me those pieces, I will do that. It right. will be very crude. It will be we're talking South Park quality. I love it. We'll figure that. We'll figure out how. I will happily do that. Then. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. Um, but no, I would. That if I could get that kind of clip up every now and then off of, of a show, and you show me how you do it, and then I can do that yeah. as well. And it will, it'll be spending fifty bucks for someone to try to, you know, <laughs> eat chicken fingers on your dime. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so that that that's a great idea. See, this this is why we do mazes and muses every Sunday morning right. to to figure out this sort of stuff. Um. Well, it or, helps that you got Musgrave's beautiful artwork. You know, if it were anybody else, to be like, oh, now you got to create artwork and you blah, blah, blah. But the artwork's already done. Yeah. So. I got Musgrave doing the monsters. I got Coughlin doing the characters. Um, and I've got you doing the animation. It's my army of Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> Animations might be too strong a word, but uh, I'll definitely. Things, what things will twitch? What do they call those? Twitch. Not st like moving storyboards, but they call them schematics or animatics. Animatics, yeah. Yeah, no, not that complicated. Not that complicated. <laughs> I, I haven't figured that part out. I have this cover of my Itoxomancy book, and there's this work. There's a program called Wordle. It's an app on your phone. You can add like minor animation to a photograph. I did that. That was the extent of my animation. Okay, I would love to know. 
I would love to know how to do that stuff where they they puppet the characters, but that's like that'll take me a week to figure out, and I I just don't have a week. That's so. how you did that because I want to know what the stretch goal is to have that moving cover. <laughs> a lenticular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's. Um, we're, we're, yeah. If we if we, we're talking Matt Coville numbers, in order for me to have lenticular covers, uh, right now the plan is to do these the hard covers and the and the zines. You know, basically print on demand like true zine uh tradition um i mean if 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 this thing could dare merit a real print run um then maybe we could talk about doing great stuff but i think this is this is very bare bones it's going to be you know down and dirty but it'll be great it'll be great it'll be great looking forward to it all right anything else we got to cover no no i'm not Dan Leon Taylor. My name is Steve Conley. Uh, I am the cartoonist of the Middle Age. If people want to check out my webcomic, it's totally free to read online. I see we have like six-ish people maybe in the chat, which is uh, in the viewers. Thank you for being here. Oh, so uh, appreciative. It, yeah, thanks for coming to watch Steve. <laughs> Both Steves. The real Steve and the fake Steve. Did I point the right way? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm pointing the right way. You're pointing um, the right way. Uh, but... Uh, but thank you for being here and uh, check out my uh, Kickstarter, which launches Wednesday, probably noon East Coast time. Um, it's called uh, Intoximancy and it is you can find it at steveconley.com slash intoximancy. Uh, the links to both of our Kickstarters have been popping up frequently oh, in the uh, chat. So just use any of those links to go check it out, as well as our Twitter accounts. You can find us there. Um, I am not the Steve Conley, as it says here. I am. <laughs> the dan i am dan leon taylor um god do we even try to get on early to make sure everything was running running right <laughs> the mirror universe yeah Fine. um yeah instead of just a you know a goatee the evil steve Conley has a full <laughs> pirate beard. beard uh so anyway, yeah, check out both our Kickstarters. Uh, Steve's will go live on Wednesdays. Mine's currently available. And as always, please check out catacombsandcomedians.com where you can find all everything about um, the uh, little D&D live action actual play show that I do with stand-up comics. And uh, make sure you check out Steve's uh, The Middle Age webcomic, wherever great webcomics are available. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, and we'll be here next week to talk about Steve will drag me out of bed to talk about uh, <laughs> more D&D. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to, I'm sure, announce that Steve's Kickstarter has been fulfilled already. Um, I will still be, I see I'm at 78% now. It's so probably at 79% or so. Uh, <laughs> well, and we also, we, we have a, we have a guest coming up in two weeks. Um, I got to finalize the date, but yeah, we're going to be talking to Matt Forbit pretty soon. Um, he, he's had his fingers and everything role-playing game across almost every major publisher. And the latest thing he's been doing was the Marvel uh, multiverse role-playing game wow. and um, his own shotguns and sorceries which is exactly what it sounds like Dungeons and Dragons with shotguns and sorcery um, so we'll be talking to him soonish if not next week maybe in two weeks uh, I think I, I will have Spelljammer in hand this Tuesday so we'll, I'll be I want to talk to Steve about what's in Spelljammer 
That's great. Uh, and also, I also want to invite everyone to go back to our last week's episode. You can catch it here on Twitch still, and also it's on our YouTube channel. Uh, we talked with DC Bradshaw, and that was a great conversation. So do yeah. check out that one. We talked about his uh, D and his version of Dungeons and Dragons for uh, littler kids uh, called uh, Little But Fierce. That was great. Uh, fifth edition rules for all ages. So definitely check that out. And until next a Sunday morning, may you all make all of your saving throws. Thank you for listening to Mazes and Muses. Now go forth and create.